In the home I grew up in, we had a very large picture window in the front room. And if you were standing there, you would see the majestic peaks of the Rocky Mountains. And one peak that rises above the rest is Pikes Peak, standing at over 14,000 feet. That's more than 4,000 meters. In fact, I often find myself daydreaming about standing in front of that window looking out upon the beautiful mountains. My parents still live in this house, the house I grew up in. And so whenever I visit, I always make it a point of standing there for a moment when I wake up on the first morning. Now, if you were to open the back door of that house and look out, you would see the Great Plains of America. Once you look past the old barn and the chicken coop, there are no houses and no man-made structures for as far as the eye can see. There is nothing except for a small creek and the rolling hills of prairie grass. And we often see deer coming across the grass or the occasional coyote darting across the open terrain. And there are wild turkeys that roam through the fields and along the edge of the creek. And at night you can hear the echo of the owls as they hoot in the darkness. Growing up, we spent many, many hours running and playing and searching and climbing the dirt cliffs along the creek. These cliffs stood high along one edge of the creek. Now, in eastern Colorado, it's typically very dry, and so the creeks and the stream beds in the high prairie of Colorado generally appear to be dry most of the year. However, there's usually water not too far below the surface, and my brothers and my sister and I love to explore the creek behind the house. We would play in the muddy waters where occasionally the water rose up out of the ground, and often we would return to the house only to have Mum tell us to spray ourselves off with the hose on the back grass. But the other thing we'd love to do is to climb those cliffs along the edge of the creek. And if you can imagine it, the cliffs would start out low to the ground and gradually grow until they were probably two and a half stories high. And because those cliffs were all dirt, there were no rocks or anything like that. They were just dirt. And because these cliffs were all dirt... It was quite challenging to climb along the edge of them because, of course, the dirt would easily break away. One memory stands out above all the rest. My two brothers and my sister and I were climbing around the cliffs, playing and exploring as we so often did. And we were just making the most of enjoying another beautiful sunshiny day in a Colorado summer. Now, when we were climbing along the edge of the cliff, there were a lot of ledges and crevices to get a handhold in. However, you had to be careful which hole you put your hand in because, of course, some of the holes may have black widow spiders in them. But never mind that. That's not something a child should be worried about. After all, they were just spiders. But on this day, I can remember us walking along the edge of the cliffside, and if my memory serves me correctly, my brothers and my sister remained on the ground while I attempted to reach the top of the cliff. And as I neared the top, one of those dirt ledges broke away and I started to fall towards the ground. Now, I must have been very, very high up on the cliffside because I almost died when I hit the ground. Or at least I thought I was dying. But I was just a kid, so I may not have been quite as high as I thought I was. But you know, I was a kid. Everything's bigger when you're a kid. But the fall had knocked the breath out of me, and so I was crying and struggling to catch my breath, and I remember looking up at my sister with my last dying breath and saying, I can't breathe, 
I'm dying. The thought never occurred to me that the mere fact that I could talk meant that I probably was not dying. But to me, in that moment, I was definitely on death's door. Therefore, I could not understand why my brothers and my sister were laughing at me. Why would they laugh when they could obviously see that I was dying? (laughs) They were laughing while I was dying. Can you believe it? Well, I think they had quickly worked out, long before I had, that I was, in fact, not dying. I had simply had the breath knocked out of me. Oh, the joy and the laughter they got out of my near-death experience. Well, Maybe it wasn't quite as serious as I thought it was, but in that moment, it was very difficult to breathe. And I don't know if any of you have ever had that experience, but it's not very fun to have the breath knocked out of you. But as I recalled this experience, I began to think about other experiences where I've struggled to breathe. You know, as an adult, I've had times when the stress had built up to such a degree that I thought I might not be able to catch my breath. There have been intense times in my life where I felt like I was unable to step back and catch my breath. There have also been some very dark and bleak moments in my life where it literally felt like something had knocked the breath out of me. And I'm sure for many of you, you can understand exactly what I'm talking about. This kind of intensity that can sometimes come about in almost everyone's life. There are times when we need to step back and to catch our breath. Sometimes we need to stop and to just take a deep breath to simply refill our lungs with air and to refill our hearts and our minds with the peace and joy that God can give. The Bible often speaks to us in these times. Like at the end of the book of Job, after all the suffering that Job had endured, he was able to remind himself and to remind those around him. Job 33 verse 4 The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. It's such a good reminder that it is the breath of the Almighty God who gives us life. That in the beginning, it was the breath of God that gave us life. And there are times in this life when we need to stop and reflect on this fact. When we need to slow our minds in order to allow the Lord God to fill our hearts and to refresh our souls. The breath of God is life-giving, life-restoring, life-renewing. Sometimes I wish I could go back to those days when life was mostly carefree, when we had the freedom to run and to play and to climb the cliffs and explore the creek. But those times in our childhoods have long passed. But while we are not able to go back and live in those days, we are able to walk with the Lord today and into the future. For it is the Lord who is with us. The Lord is here with us. The breath of the Almighty God continues to give us life. Let me end today by reading Psalm 146. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord all of my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. Do not put your trust in princes, in human beings who cannot save. When their spirit departs, they return to the ground, and on that very day their plans come to nothing. But blessed are those whose help is the God of Jacob, whose help is the Lord their God. He is the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. He remains faithful forever. He upholds the cause of the oppressed and gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets prisoners free. The Lord gives sight 
to the blind. And the Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the foreigner and sustains the fatherless and the widow. But he frustrates the ways of the wicked. For the Lord reigns forever. Your God, O Zion, for all generations. Praise the Lord.